talk to two former student athletes who had great success in their sport and actual sports, translated that one to the professional level in athletics, the other took a little bit of a different turn using athletics, but in Hollywood. Yep, Chris Reed, current guard for the Indianapolis Colts, played football at Minnesota State and track and field, Hall of Famer in track and field, and Lucy Romberg. She was a soccer player at Texas Women's University. She now is a Hollywood stunt person, actually done some stunts for a couple of famous actresses that I'm sure everyone has heard of. So let's get to our conversations, both with Chris and Lucy, and talk about that experience at the Division II level and how they're able to benefit from that and take it to the next level in sports and in movies. And now joining me, Chris Reed. He's a guard for the Indianapolis Colts and a graduate of Minnesota State, finished in 2014, among many accolades. Uh, Chris, let's go back to that time and being on a Division II football team. And, you know, obviously so much of the fanfare is about the high-profile D1, but you are one of many examples of going D2 and making it to the NFL. What do you remember most about the Division II experience? Um, you know, there, there's a lot to remember about playing in D2. You know, the, the, I originally wasn't even going to go to D2. I was going to go to a NAI school. And uh, when Minnesota State came along and offered a higher level of competition in both of track and field and football, I had to take it because I wanted to compete at a high level. And um, that, that's what allowed me to do. And uh, just playing and being around guys that are the same mindset and uh, just work hard and uh, just really play for the love of the game was really something I remember about being around uh, football and track in, at Minnesota State. Yeah, I mean, so much, um, you know, to me, regardless of division, being a student athlete, it's the time, it's the passion, it's the work ethic. When you got on campus there, what did you realize immediately about what you had to put in to ensure that you would maximize your ability? You know, I think that first semester, I actually, you know, I, di I didn't do it as well as I wanted. Um, I didn't do as well in school and in uh, my, my athletics. And uh, that really showed me what I needed to do to get to where I wanted to be. And uh, after that, you know, we all had, we had the resources to do it. And I just had to take advantage and, and put my mind to it. And that's what I started to do. And uh, after I started doing that stuff, good things just kept happening. And, um, you know, we went undefeated for four seasons in a row in football. I uh, was very successful in my track and field career. And it was all because um, I realized what I wanted and uh, I made the decisions to, to, to go ahead and do that. Yeah, I mean, you remember the, of the Division II Track and Field Hall of Fame. Um, how did you balance? I know they're different seasons, but how did you balance being a Division II college football player and obviously a high-level Hall of Fame uh, track and field athlete in the shot put and the weight throw and the hammer throw uh, in the spring? Um, you know, it was difficult. You know, at first, at freshman year, I had to do a lot. I had to do football and spring ball for the most part. And so that first year was really, uh, really tough, um, just balancing school and athletics. Um, and then as soon as I started, you know, doing well, the coaches were, were amazing. And the football coaches really kind of let me do track and field as I, as I started getting better and better in track. And um, 
really it's just balancing. I had, I had my football season I trained for, and as soon as that was done, it was it, it immediately right into track. And um, that's just how, that's just kind of how I did it. I just, I, I did my classes around my practice schedule and then at night it was homework. And, uh, you know, it was, it was tough, but, you know, it definitely got me where I am today. Yeah, to that point, uh, you know, you've already played for, uh, you were actually undrafted free agent, signed by Jacksonville, uh, Miami, Carolina, and now the Colts. Um, how much did that experience of going this path to Minnesota State, you know, put that that hunger in you uh, to to be an NFL player and know that you had to, you know, clearly, uh, you know, sort of prove yourself a little bit more than maybe those that were higher profile on, on those rosters. You know, initially going into Minnesota State, I didn't really think of myself as an NFL player. I just wanted to be a really good college athlete. You know, that was kind of my goal going in. And uh, it wasn't until my sophomore, junior year, I can't exactly remember when, when they suggested that I could possibly be in the NFL. And after that, I kind of decided, I mean, am I, I have nothing to lose. I might as well go for it. And I think just the, the balancing and the work ethic it takes to do, you know, track and field school, football, um, that balancing actually really kind of helped me um, be disciplined in, uh, in college and uh, just have the right mindset going into um, the NFL as well. I think all, all of those things kind of contributed to uh, having success. When high school student athletes are thinking about, um, you know, I, I, I do, I think I want to play division two, or maybe that's their level when they come out of high school. Um, what would be your advice to them if they choose that path to maximize that experience? I would say, you know, what you put in is what you get out. I mean, it's kind of the basic. You you don't need to go D1 to be an NFL player. I mean, I'm, I'm proof of that. There's many other players that are proof of that. And um, even at other sports, you don't have to you don't have to go D1. But what you put in is what you get out. So, I mean, how you work is how is going to is going to kind of decide where you're going to go in life. And D2 allows you to do that. D2 really gives you the opportunity to go in and work as hard as you want to and, and, and you'll succeed if you want, if you, you're, you'll succeed your goals, basically, if you work as hard as you, you want to and, and, and do too. I mean, look, you're from Nebraska, so you know the power of the major division one state school. Um, so what was the reaction when, you know, uh, you were leaving the state and you were going to go to Minnesota state? Um, it wasn't a big reaction. You know, I had a, I had an interesting high school experience. I moved halfway through high school from a small town in, in Iowa to uh, Nebraska. So I finished my, my last two years in Omaha. And so I didn't have a extreme attachment to the state. My family lives there. So of course I have some attachment and uh, you know, I was offered a walk on for track and field and, and football at Nebraska, but I couldn't do both. And uh, coming out of high school, I wanted to do both. I didn't want to give one up. And uh, that's kind of the, the beauty of D2 is it allows you to do that. It allows you to play what you want to play and do what you want to do. And, um, you know, so going up there, there was a couple other guys from Nebraska going up there as well. You know, Josh Meeker, Max Hoffmeister, Gary Hyatt were all coming up and uh, we're all offensive linemen. So that kind of helped too, because I played against them a, a decent amount the last two years of my high school career. So I think it was just cool because it was a new experience and it was getting away, just going to college in a different state. and. It was just a really enjoyable um, five years. 
And, and lastly, Chris, um, you know, I think, like you said, you are proof of this. We're in a new era where it doesn't matter where you play, everything is accessible through video, through not just word of mouth, but I mean, you're going to play, someone's going to notice you at the higher level if you want to attain that. What have you found in the NFL about peers like yourself that have played Division II that maybe had to work a little bit harder, but the opportunities still exist if you put that work in? Yeah, I mean, I think of like, like Kenny Moore, right? You know, he's a deep athlete, he went to Valdosta, and uh, now he's a pro bowler and one of the best, you know, players in the league. And, um, you know, it, it really just shows, you know, that you can look at anybody in the NFL, any D2 athlete in the NFL, and you can see they all have that one thing in common, that work ethic, you know, and that mindset. And, um, and I honestly think it came from development in, in, in college because you have, to, you have to exceed in D2 in order to, to get in the NFL and, and be noticed. And uh, you have to have that, that work ethic and, and just that um, drive. And I think that develops as you uh, go through D2 because it's not the easy road. Well, Chris, I appreciate your time. Wish you nothing but uh, continued success in the NFL. Well, thank you very much. And now joining me, Lucy Romberg. She is a former student athlete at Texas Women's University. Finished in 2004, played soccer, um, Division II twice. Uh, she played on two D2 gymnastic teams. And now, well, she's in Hollywood and she is performing uh, as a stunt woman uh, in movies, and I'm sure we have seen you before in some form or fashion, subbing from Melissa McCarthy, Drew Barrymore, I'm sure there are others. But let's first date back to your college experience. Uh, in the world that you live in now, how much did being a student athlete help you? Uh, being a student athlete was like pivotal in, in my journey. I mean, I, I wouldn't be where I am today without, you know, the, the teammates and the bonding and the experiences and just, we just learned so much of, you know, how to time management and just, you know, just balancing all these things. And yeah, I, I, it's invaluable to my life being a student athlete for sure. And so I look at some of the combinations and it's interesting, you know, we've had a couple of Olympians on recently, uh, softball to bobsled and cross country to the biathlon. And it's actually taking what you did, you know, academically kinesiology. So the study of the, obviously the body and then gymnastics and, um, you know, the fact that you played soccer. So, I mean, these are sports that you got to be able to run. You got to be physical. You got to be uh, flexible and all these things. I would think I'm not in your world help in the stunt world. How so? Absolutely. I mean, mental toughness, you know, goes a long way too, but you know, like any, any job mostly in, in, in the real world, uh, it requires teamwork. And so for me, just learning how to be a part of a team, how to contribute the best way that I can. I mean, it's, I don't know, it, it was just such a fun, amazing experience. And then I was able to parlay that into, um, into being a professional stunt woman and, you know, getting to travel all over the world and work on all these different um, film and TV shows. So uh, it's, yeah, it's been a really amazing journey. And, you know, just like, you know, just trying to stay in shape, you know, it's important for my body to be strong because, 
the weaker you are, the more time you fall down, the, the least, the more likely you are to get injured. And so, you know, just uh, being consistent and time management, like I said, and um, yeah, there's so many things go into, into being able to be parlayed that, you know, those athletics into a career, because a lot of people don't get to do that. You know, I was fortunate enough to find stunt work and be able to adapt my gymnastics and soccer experience into learning how to fight, how to fall, how to, you know, like fall downstairs, get lit on fire, all these things that, you know, requires not only mental toughness, but also, you know, physical toughness as well. Well, look, we know in the real soccer world, there is some acting, uh, you know, in terms of, <laughs> of, of flopping in, down. So uh, well, women uh, less than men, let's that's be honest. True. Very much. That is very <laughs> much true. The men do it a lot more than, than women. But seriously, um, you know, even within that world of soccer, how much does that play into the stunt world? I mean, as a, as a stunt person, it took me a while for some reason to learn that I am an actor. Like we have to, like, especially when you're doubling someone, you have to embody that character. Like, you know, let's say Melissa McCarthy is playing a superhero. I'm going to perform a lot different than when she's playing, you know, a 45 year old mother, you know, that's dealing with mental illness or something, you know what I mean? So it's important for us to be able to embody that character. And we are actors, like we are action actors. So it's, it's, yeah, it's come a long way. So also, I love the fact that, you know, I mean, look, it's human nature. We get caught up in division one, high profile. A lot of that is televised and, you know, division two clearly produces exceptional athletes as well as exceptional professionals. Um, what was it about your division two experience that, you know, you felt was rewarding and clearly has benefited you? It was cool for me because in, in high school, I wasn't only dedicated to gymnastics. I did, you know, I did soccer, I did tennis, I did diving, I did softball, I did all these different athletics. So my time in the gym was a lot more limited than my teammates. So, um, you know, I was only um, offered a scholarship for division two. Having said that, I, I just, I don't know, I had such a great experience and I learned so much. Like, it's still like, we are still thriving to win. Like it doesn't matter division one, division two, like we still want to be on top. Like we're doing this, you know, as a team together, all the sweat, all the blood, all the tears, like we are in it together and as in the goal of being on top. So like I said, doesn't, for me, it didn't matter that I, I would have rather been on the top of division two than on the bottom of division one. And for me, that was the reality. So I'm, I was really happy with my decision. And so let's go back to Texas uh, Women's University. What do you remember most about that experience of also balancing kinesiology and your sports? Yeah, it just, it, being an athlete, it just helps you so much with time management and not procrastinating. Um, you know, I feel like I'm naturally a procrastinator, but when you're doing one sport, you know, not necessarily two, you have to be so specific like every moment you have of downtime you got to be studying you got to be working hard and you know I just remember like all the miles that we would have to get up at, like six in the morning to run together and you know all the training all the two days just all like the all the in-between moments like are really what's kind of stands out to me and you know just being on the top of that podium at the end of the year is just all of that was worth it you know like there's times you're like why am I doing this this is so hard but at the end of the you know at the end of the day like every single, every single effort was worth it. So you've been a great advocate for combating 
bullying as well as uh, advocating for um, how you treat yourself. And I know you've you've done a video in terms of you know any kind of negative visions of of, of image. Um, you're obviously a strong person. You play strong characters. Uh, how have how have the two um, you know how have you been able to do what you've done professionally and help others combat those negative stereotypes or negative you know feelings about themselves? Well, I think that everybody struggles with something, whether, you know, like everyone on social media is like, my life is perfect. But, you know, in reality, like no matter how perfect your life is, you still struggle with things. So, you know, I just wanted to put it out there that like, hey, like I struggle too. And, you know, it's taken me a long time to like learn more about myself and be comfortable with myself and love myself for who I am and, and just be comfortable in my own body. So, you know, I made this video called True Beauty. So I really wanted to highlight like, Hey guys, like find something that you are so passionate about. And for me, that was free running and parkour. And I just fell in love with it so much. And I was like, oh, like this is what I was meant to do. So I just wanted to encourage people to like find their free running, find their passion. And that, you know, really helps build confidence and just, I don't know, for me, a happier, better life. All right. So I got to go back to, to one quick thing on, in the Hollywood world. What's the toughest stunt or most challenging, I should say? you've had to do um the two different i mean so hard like the scariest stunt i've ever done is getting hit by a car at okay. 20 miles an hour so i mean you know you do it once and i land and i'm like oh my god i'm okay i'm alive this is great and then i look up and i see the stunt coordinator walking towards me i'm like great like you could just tell in his face i was gonna have to do it again you know you're like Oh, great. Okay. So then get blasted again. So that was the scariest. Like that one, I called my family and my friends. I was like, Hey, I love you guys. I don't know how this is going to go. Um, but you know, having said that in the stunt world, we make everything as safe as possible. So we're, you know, safety is number one. Um, the most exciting stunt I've done is probably hanging from a skid pad from a helicopter skid pad on the movie spy. The bad guy was like trying to, you know, get Melissa to fall off of it. So just a feeling of weightlessness and like, it was, yeah, it was, I'll, I, I'll never be able to feel that feeling again. So that was incredible. Well, first of all, you've had an amazing run so far. I know it'll continue. What, what, what is your parting advice, especially for those student athletes in the D2 world about what can be out there for them? I think just like, just work hard. You know what I mean? Like just believe in yourself, believe in your teammates, work hard, never give up. Like I truly, you know, life isn't easy. Like you getting, you know, being a someone in Hollywood, it was such a hard struggle. Like there was so much, so many times I was turned down and I wanted to give up. But like, if you have a goal, if you have something that you're passionate about, like, honestly, just never give up and keep grinding. And, and, you know, eventually you'll get there. Maybe it won't be today or tomorrow, but you know, eventually you will get there if you never give up. Well, Lucy, we appreciate it uh, and, and your time. Obviously, you've had a great run so far, and I think certainly more to continue. Thanks for taking some time. Yeah, of course. Thank you guys for having me. And that'll wrap up this edition of our NCAA Social Series. As always, we appreciate you watching all your engagement. You can go to ncaa.org slash social series, where all our social series are archived. Thanks for watching, everyone.